Hola, I am Jenny Corredor Varela, your host, native speaker, Spanish coach, and program creator. With more than 21 years of experience coaching and teaching Spanish, I have helped children, adults, and family learn and speak this beautiful language, whether to speak Spanish at home or not. Every week you will find tips for learning, speaking, and teaching Spanish, overcoming challenges, raising bilingual children, and exploring helpful resources. I will cover some Spanish lessons too. You will hear fascinating interviews with amazing people on our same journey. I will show you how to apply different principles, learn about methods and strategies. If wanting to speak Spanish at home is your goal, this show is for you. ¿Listos? This is the Spanish for Children and Families podcast. Hola, ¿cómo estás hoy? I am so happy you're here. Today, I am covering a topic that many parents, caregivers, and children struggle with, the challenges of teaching Spanish to children at home. As I mentioned in a previous episode, it's not uncommon for us parents to have this charming vision of effortlessly teaching Spanish and culture to our little ones. No one really shares with us that this journey is filled with challenges and complexities. The beauty of it is that along with challenges come up opportunities for growth and connection. So let's get started. I am going to talk about five main challenges families face. I am also going to offer some ideas and practical strategies on how to overcome these challenges. Whether you are a seasoned language enthusiast or just starting, this episode offers valuable insights and tips to make the Spanish learning experience an enriching one for both you and your young Spanish language learners. One of the primary obstacles is consistency. Maintaining a regular schedule for language lessons can be tough, especially in our always changing and busy daily lives. However, always remember that children thrive on routines, so establishing a consistent time for Spanish activities, whether it is during meals, playtime, or before bedtime, can really create a sense of a structure. Here's some ideas on how to achieve that. You can create a language calendar, develop a visual calendar with designated Spanish learning times. You can make it a family project and hang it where everybody can see it. Another alternative is to create theme days. If you dedicate special days of the week for Spanish activities, for example, Monday can be Cocina Española, where you cook a Spanish recipe together. Just think about the process of picking out a recipe, going and getting all the ingredients, and then spending time together cooking. Creating language corners is another strategy that might help. Designate specific corners in your home for a Spanish immersion. You can fill these spaces with Spanish books, games, and cultural items. Online programs and resources is another great way to add to your Spanish learning routine. Explore alternatives that offer daily or weekly Spanish lessons. Consistency becomes more achievable when you have structured options at your fingertips. I know I've shared this with you in the past, but I am the creator of Mundo Fantástico, Spanish for Children. I have a challenge for beginners with greetings and presentations that includes a calendar and daily activities. I will also be launching a beta program for families learning Spanish at home and will have free challenges and resources. For more details, you can join my Facebook group or Instagram. You can also email me directly. I answered all of my emails. Let's move to the second challenge. I like to call this challenge the bilingual confidence issue. And 
It is simply the fear of not being fluent in Spanish. Many parents worry that their own proficiency may not be sufficient to teach their children effectively. The solution? Embrace the journey together. Learning alongside your child can be bonding experience. Utilize all the resources that you have available like online courses, apps, books, anything that is designated for children and adults to supplement your efforts. Here are some ideas to build your confidence. Learn together. Invest in a parent-child or in a family Spanish class. Learning side-by-side fosters a supportive environment and builds confidence together. Another alternative is to connect with other families on a similar language journey. I know I've said this before, but it's very important to surround yourself with people in your same journey. You can form a Spanish buddy system to practice together and share resources. You can also join my Facebook group to connect with other families going through the same process that you're going through. Let's talk about a third option. You can always utilize language learning apps designed for families. These often include games and activities suitable for both children and adults. And a fourth idea, and perhaps one of the most important ones that parents and caregivers tend to not look into is straighten your mindset. Don't allow the imposter syndrome to make you feel like you can't achieve your Spanish learning goals. I know we all have those days, but as I shared in previous episodes, even if you need to take a day or two to recharge, do not lose sight of the main goal. You got this. I know you do. The third challenge has to do with engagement. How do I keep my kids engaged? Sometimes it seems like an impossible task, but if you consider a couple of key aspects, it becomes easier. Children, by nature, have short attention spans, and traditional teaching methods may only sometimes capture their interests. Also, they have different and significant developmental milestones, especially during the elementary school years. So lesson and activities have to be adjusted, and you also have to be flexible to catch their interests. Incorporating fun and interactive activities like games, songs, and storytelling can transform their learning experience into an enjoyable adventure. The key is to make Spanish a part of their playtime routine. TPRS, and comprehensible input, known as CI, is one of the most powerful tools for language acquisition. I will cover them in detail in future episodes. Mundo Fantastical lesson plans are filled with games, stories, and activities to make learning Spanish fun while gaining proficiency. But let me give you some examples. Create theme play sessions centered around Spanish topics, but always keep in mind their interest. It could be something like Zoo Day, for instance, where you learn animal names in Spanish. Another alternative is also turn storytelling into an interactive experience. Let children create their own Spanish stories, incorporating words they've learned and built on their own previous knowledge. This is a key component of the powerful, comprehensible input that I mentioned before. Another powerful strategy is to use music as a tool. Sing along, dance, and introduce rhythm into language learning. And lastly, play games. Incorporate language learning into traditional games that you already know, like Simon Says, or create a scavenger hunt at home. Those two would make it both educational and enjoyable experiences. A fourth challenge that parents and caregivers will encounter at some point or another 
is the potential resistance from children. They may view Spanish lessons as an additional chore. Turning these sessions into positive experiences is crucial. A vital component to this is celebrating all victories. It doesn't matter how big or small. I really want to pause for a second because I can't stress this enough. Positive reinforcement goes a very long way in fostering a love for the language. How you introduce the Spanish will have an incredible impact in entire process. I found that creating a reward system for language milestones is a very successful strategy. You can reward your children with something you know they love. It could be a physical item or a small celebration for consistent efforts. Children should feel a positive attachment to Spanish. Otherwise, the learning process will become extremely challenging. For that reason, it is easier when you integrate Spanish into their existing interest. If they love dinosaurs, learn dinosaur names in Spanish. If they like to cook, just learn about food names. Another great activity is to turn learning into a family challenge. Set achievable language goals and celebrate as a family when they are reached. But always remember to be flexible in your approach. If a planned activity isn't working, pivot to something else. Adaptability will ensure sustained interest. And the last challenge I'm going to cover today is how to adapt to different learning styles. Each child is unique and what works for one may not work for another. Tailoring your approach to your child's learning style is very important. Whether they are visual, auditory, or kinesthetic learners, that ensures a more effective and enjoyable learning experience for everybody involved. Try different alternatives and discover what works for your family best. It will always be a combination of styles and you can customize and tailor your approach based on your child's preferences, one that aligns with their individual's learning style. For that, you can utilize visual learning tools like flashcards, charts, and illustrations for visual learners, or incorporate listening exercises, Spanish audiobooks, and music for children who thrive on auditory learning. Finally, hands-on activities for kinesthetic learners. You can introduce interactive activities like crafts, role-playing, and hands-on projects. Remember, it is okay to try an approach and pivot to a different one. With time, you will find what works best. If you have more than one child at home, it is important to find commonalities when playing and learning together. And it is also fundamental to understand the different milestones and cognitive levels for all children. So how do we overcome these challenges and create a thriving Spanish learning environment at home? Let's do a quick summary. Embrace consistency by establishing a regular schedule. Learning alongside your child. Turning potential language barriers into shared adventures. Also, keep things exciting by incorporating interactive and playful elements into your lessons. Don't forget to turn language learning into a positive experience by celebrating successes, no matter how small. And lastly, adapt your teaching approach to your child's unique learning style. As your child progresses, you will be able to introduce more advanced materials to keep the journey exciting. Just keep it fun and everything else will fall into place. Remember, the journey is as important as the destination. By navigating these challenges with creativity, patience, and a sense of adventure, 
you will not only be nurturing your child's Spanish skills, but also fostering a lifelong love for learning. Keep in mind that flexibility and allowing yourself to make changes and mistakes along the way is essential. Don't get discouraged if something you thought was going to work did not have the expected results. Just keep trying. Gracias. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Spanish for Children and Families podcast. I hope you found it helpful and inspiring. If you have any questions or suggestions about the topics we covered on the show or would like to follow any of my projects, please find me on social media or send me an email. I respond all messages, so do not hesitate to reach out. I am also working on several ways to support families on their journey, learning and speaking Spanish at home. If you want to find out more, please join my Facebook group, Mundo Fantastico, Spanish for Children. I will have information about an upcoming free challenge and also access to other resources. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe now, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and also share with your friends. See you next week for a new episode. Hasta la próxima.